Police are now treating the fatal fire at a Wellington hostel as arson and say it wasn't the first fire there that night. The government's also announced it'll look into whether building regulations for high-density accommodation are fit for purpose. Police now start the grim task of recovering bodies from the building and its owner says he's gutted about what's happened there. Meanwhile, residents and their families and friends are looking to the future with uncertainty. Somya Barmidi Party reports from Wellington. The deadly fire that's killed at least six people at Loafer's Lodge wasn't the first that night. Police say there was a couch fire at 10.30pm, two hours before the fatal fire. They've finally been able to enter the building and are now examining the scene, which they say is likely to take several days. Former Lodge resident Simon Hanafee says many tenants believed the fire was suspicious before it was confirmed by police today. Talking to the guys that lived on that level that came and put out the, the couch fire, you're not allowed to smoke in, in there, and sort of cameras and stuff. Um, so the thought of, uh, of someone sitting in the lounge smoking a cigarette and it accidentally caught the couch on fire, well then the second fire was lit in two places in the kitchen. Simon Hanafee says it's disgusting and incredibly sad that someone may have lit the fire deliberately. Speaking outside the building's charred remains this afternoon, Lodge Director Greg Main acknowledged the sad loss of life. Everyone is just gutted by this, it's just done us in completely. Residents have told RNZ there were regularly false fire alarms and one of the building's two exits had been blocked off for a fortnight. Greg Main says the building passed all monthly and yearly inspections. We have sort of 90-odd residents. There might be the odd disgruntled one there. We try and deal with everyone the best we can. They all have varying needs and we do the best we can. We don't keep anyone there who doesn't want to be kept there. We try and assist them as much as we can and the services we try and provide for them. He says staff have been helping displaced residents find new accommodation. The police won't confirm how many people have died in the blaze until they've finished examining the scene, but it's believed 11 people are still unaccounted for. Daryl Smith fears a friend he normally sees daily may be among them. He's missing now two days and we're hoping that we can find him. So I'm hoping to find him safe and well, but um, I don't know if he lived there or not because he used to use a bus stop over here, so I'm assuming he lives in this district. I'm assuming you see because he's out of character. Another person missing is the brother of BBC presenter and former TVNZ journalist Lucy Hockings. A trained journalist himself, Liam Hockings, lived on the third floor. He once protested alongside Chris Hipkins when they were both students, and the Prime Minister says his heart goes out to the Hockings family and other anxious whanau and friends. A bit of a character, um, and and certainly someone who I know, who I knew, and I haven't seen him much in recent years. To be a very sincere person, Chris Hipkins has asked the housing minister to look at whether building regulations for high density accommodation are fit for purpose. Meanwhile, those who did escape are now trying to figure out how to rebuild their lives. Police say they spoke to evacuees at Newtown Park yesterday, but some people went straight to other locations. They're asking residents who haven't already spoken to them or anyone else with information to come forward.